Alright guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com here to introduce part one of this week's New Music Saturday. Uh, we kick off with an interview with Ben from the Amber Bugs uh, about their fantastic new EP that is out now on their website and also available to stream uh, and all that kind of stuff from the 30th of December. Uh, well worth checking out, they're a fantastic band, whole range of different um, styles and influences in there, uh, very very cool. Um, and then we're going to play some Christmas music, uh, but it's alternative Christmas music and you should really know the word alternative particularly when it comes to um <laughs> the last one towards the end of the episode and um, it's absolutely brilliant uh, to be honest we've got a couple of a uh, couple of christmas covers a couple of christmas originals and also some music that's not christmasy at all which is by some of the world's best independent bands uh, it's brilliant part two is coming up shortly we're going from the north pole down the rabbit hole uh and part one is right here now enjoy cheers guys Hey, this is Jeff with Titanosaur, and you're listening to Mike Five and Dr. Bones on New Music Saturday. And welcome to New Music Saturday with hashtag NMS. It's episode 182. It's our Christmas special. So tonight we're going to have a lot of fun. I'll introduce myself, uh, Dr. Bones, a doctor of rock, not a medical doctor, but a doctor nonetheless. And my co-host and partner in crime, uh, the guitarist, everybody, they were Mike Five. What's happening? Evening, brother. I'm feeling quite Christmassy. Um, I wore a Christmas hat this week for the first time this year. So, you know. That's pretty Christmassy, isn't it? Sure is. I'm wearing my Santa hat right now, actually. <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> I actually wore a Santa hat in the week. Um, 
because I was made to pretty much for a work thing. And uh, and then I did wear an elf hat today as well. So, I mean, it's super Christmassy, you know, you know, fuck the pandemic and, you know, all the other craziness. It's Christmas and I'm wearing Christmas hats. I mean, wow, this doesn't get any better than that. I mean, I guess what I have been doing is listening to lots of um, alternative Christmas music. And I know we're going to play some tonight, which is pretty exciting. So I'm, I'm pretty pleased about that, to be honest with you. Me too, and man, we have a great interview tonight, so welcome Ben from the Amber Bugs. Welcome, Ben. Hello. So man. Long time listening to Paula. <laughs> <laughs> so man, how what, are what? you? What's happening? Yeah, yeah, not not bad, mate. I mean, um, you know, we just we just had this like bombshell tier four thing happen to us today. Uh so yeah, no, no seeing family for Christmas and all that kind of stuff, which was all planned to go ahead. So yeah, but other than that, all good. Uh, sit, sitting comfortably, glass, glass of red wine on one side, dog on the other. All nice, good. <laughs> very, very nice. Uh, I, I have whiskey on one side, a cat on my lap, and about three dogs, another cat roaming around the house somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, we have we have a, literally a full house. So, um. So, man, first off, I, I love your sound, and I'm pretty sure uh, for bios on our on our webpage, Mike did put uh, my uh, my love for like old school ska and that sort of thing. That's called punk. And when I heard you guys, I first heard you guys because of uh, Timothy Brighton, and then like not too long after that, you sent us an email with a new song, which is awesome. And uh, I was like right away, I was like, going, man, this is awesome. So I think tonight, because uh, I do a promo video for for every single show, and I thought, well. I don't, I don't sure you guys have any merch or uh, that sort of thing. So I was like, well, what can I do to kind of give a good knock to the Everbugs? Like, aha, I put my special shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you still there, Ben? Yeah, sorry, sorry. I lost, I lost you there. Was that a question? I totally. Well, no, I just kind of, I just kind of fish up said I, I wanted to give my knock to you guys by wearing my, my special shirt because I didn't have an Everbug shirt. Oh, I see. What's special about the shirt? What's it got? Well, it just it just a nod to the type of the sound, like the you know, you guys are ska and like. Yeah, people people always pick up on the ska thing. It's it's interesting because um, it's not like it it doesn't come from like a I don't have a long history of being like a ska fan, right? Um, like, uh, and you know, you guys are you guys are quite intimidating because of your encyclopedic <laughs> knowledge of music. <laughs> <laughs> Most of it's made up. People never check the fact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speak um, for yourself. Yeah, on the on the side, like um, I, I started listening to like Sonic Boom Six like a couple of years ago, and that they've got a bit of that going on. And then I don't know when I was a teenager, like you know, less than Jake and stuff. That sort of like skateboardy punky scar, right? Kind of thing, a, li- a little bit. But other than that, like I'm a, I don't know, I'm like a Jeff Buckley fan, is uh, which. It's impossible for me to recreate because I don't have <laughs> angelic voice. But uh, yeah, the, the scar kind of come, comes out sometimes. But we sort of, um, I don't know, we just try and throw random shit at songs and see see what happens. And so, sometimes that, that's got the scar thing. And people seem to have started associating us with that because a few of the songs have got that threaded through it. But yeah. It's, it's not really. It was like we didn't set out to be a scar band, right? No, fair enough. But it's it's just the the horns mixed in with with the tempo kind of it just kind of starts gutting it that way. That's always when I mention that. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 obviously in there, and like I don't know, we're so we're so lucky to have like a wicked horn section. They're just like Finn and Sam are just tight. <laughs> Well, no, that man, that's what I really enjoy. When I hear the horns, like, oh, this is awesome. Like, just it's just something we haven't heard in a long time. So that kind of percussion is always a always a always a good thing and a nice addition if you make it work for yourself. Yeah, yeah. I found it really interesting on your on one of your bios. Like, I guess it's probably a Twitter one because that's normally the one I check. It, your influences include there's quite a range. Like, you've got Paul Simon in there. He said that again. Sorry. I added hashtag NMS artist about an hour ago. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. That was re- that was quite recent, wasn't it? I like yeah. that. Um, but you've got like Paul Simon's influence, Lou Reed, I think, was an influence on there. Like, it's quite a range of, of you know very cool artists, um, and it's it's interesting. I think when you see lists like that, and then you listen back to bands, like, oh yeah, I can hear a bit of that. Um, but I guess there's a whole load of stuff that you guys listen to that forms that sound because there's a lot of melody as well as the kind of energy and stuff like that. So is that are those influences you or is that everyone or, you know, yeah. So kind of play yeah. So, you know, like I, I write the songs on an acoustic guitar and I, you know, get in a room with these guys and we, we make stuff happen. Right. Uh, so uh, as far as the arrangement goes, it's like, yeah, I've got, I have a fair bit of oversight, but I try and give, try and give everybody as much creativity as possible because there's no way I can come up with a trumpet line as good as Finn can. And yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah, we try and we try and meld in as much as possible. I guess, like, for me personally, like, the, the my absolute biggest, like, hero is Connor Oberst. And mm. just, like all, like, all the different things that he does. So he's got, like, his bright eyes thing and his desaparecidos thing um so like sometimes it's like just sweet and folky and sometimes it's sometimes it's funky but all the way through there's just like i don't know like this beautiful lyrical content and and like raw emotion that that he brings to the table um and i guess i'm sort of i don't know i try and like just within the amber bugs because i'm you know nowhere near as prolific i can't have four different bands on at the go all making whole albums we just stuff as much <laughs> as we can it's <laughs> i love that that's i mean that's a fantastic um influence as well i mean i i think bright eyes is a fantastic project and um, but you're right he, he's got a, a range of different uh, kind of things he does what's that um digital ash something something is a fantastic it's album work. yeah that's it that's absolutely stunning now yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful little, and, and it's like it sounds like it's like just like a Casio keyboard going on as well. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's the original lo fi sound, right? <laughs> you know, that's one yeah. thing. Yeah, right? it's, it's my Elvis. It's, it's funny you mentioned the Casio keyboard because that's one thing I've seen in a lot of descriptions for a lot of songs. Like, it says Casio keyboard, uh, especially analog, electro, uh, whatever. Make sure to say like actual old analog stuff. Casio like uh, keyboard is nice. <laughs> we used to have these keyboards in school where if you pressed a button, it would go DJ. And I had a mate whose initials, his name was Dan. I won't give away his surname because he's right. one of your fan mail, but his surname began with a J. Uh, and so he's, his nickname was obviously DJ because we're very lazy. About it. And so we just used to sit in music lessons and just like every now and again go DJ. And you go, yeah. 
those keyboards that have those like demo buttons that like start a tune or do stuff like that yeah. I, I used to teach guitar in like a quite a rough school and <laughs> i had i had like one room and then there was a music room next to me that had like 30 keyboards into it and every single lunchtime a couple of kids would run into the room turn on every keyboard and leg it <laughs> I, had to go, I had to go around turning each one off. I never, never thought of. <laughs> that, was a that sounds great. I mean, you know, if 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 it encourages musical creativity down the line, then you know, why why quash it? Yeah, <laughs> maybe a bit of a long shot. <laughs> um, so your EP is it? out now it's out soon i think it's just about out isn't it it's right so i don't it's sort of out it's available <laughs> direct, it's available directly on our website um we're going to put it on all like the streaming services on the 30th of december um so like it's called the year of the rat 2020 was the year of the rat so we're right. putting it out mm-hmm. ready right at the start we're going to put it out at the end uh and and yeah but it's it's all it's already there on the website for the few keen people who actually go to bands websites nice are you, is it on Bandcamp as well we were talking about this um off air bones and i just we've never spent so much money on Bandcamp. Yeah. <laughs> can't remember <laughs> all right i don't use Bandcamp that much because i've been trying to um like like i've been trying to i've been trying to build like uh a facebook pixel so that you can retarget people who view your stuff yeah, yeah. Um, and you can i can do that off my website i don't think it can be done from Bandcamp. so I'd kind of like if i send people there then unless they buy it i've they're lost and i could never i can never find them again but if they come to my website i can like send them a thing saying hey here's my tune <laughs> yeah i think it's um it's more like the it's more like the Facebook type. So you're right. I don't think you could put the pixel on it, but I think you can guide people to the website from it. Um, right. I guess what I've discovered this year is the social element. So because it's now got the app, you can stream all the music you buy, but also when you start following people, you start seeing the music that they're buying um, and downloading. And then you end up with these kind of, it's like a megaphone basically. Cause once you start getting into these little niche groups, suddenly you go, Oh, what is that? that everyone that keeps appearing in my feed. Um, yeah, it's kind of like a very niche kind of social network. I think. I feel I feel so I feel so overwhelmed by like how many different places like you expected to have a band presence. It's um, ridiculous. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and like like if I wasn't in a band, I I probably wouldn't have a smartphone. Like I just I just I don't know get a tin can and some string and be done. But, <laughs> I like you know, I feel I feel the need. So like, I keep up the Facebook side quite well, and I dabble on a bit of the others. But yeah, I, I, I need like I need a team, you know. <laughs> I think the new street team is like bands used to have street teams that you know handed out flyers and sorted out the mailing list and the uh, um, you know fan club or whatever. I think the new street team, you know, element of a band is. I mean, you have to get to a point where people care enough, but yeah. <laughs> you think it's social, isn't it? Like the street team is social. It's, it's kind of, you know, they're on Twitter and Instagram. I can only keep up with one at a time. Like I use Twitter far more now. And I was thinking like, 
recently. I was like, I probably wouldn't have Facebook now if it wasn't for a couple of the groups I'm in and like the band and the, the NMS page and stuff like that. Right. Obviously, I have to have an account to manage, but I don't I occasionally rant on it. But yeah, you get to a point where you're like, don't need that and that and that and that. <laughs> it's too complicated. Yeah, know, so many things and like, you know, I want to spend time making music. I don't want to spend time doing all that stuff. I like it when you can connect to that. Why I like Twitter, I think, is because you can connect to people yes. directly or bands directly or both. You know, you can ask questions, you can get insights, people will, you know, drop you links, you can find stuff. I quite like that. Um, I find Facebook more confusing now because there's a mix of kind of, you know, family, people I went to school with and haven't seen for how many years, and then loads of random people who I think are in bad. I've got no idea anymore what I mean. Cool. <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't a question. Was uh, yeah, I wasn't sure where that one. That was a general comment. I did have one question, uh, which was just. Uh, um, the people of uh, New Music Saturday, the people of the world listening to this podcast, don't necessarily know that much about you. Obviously, they've, they've probably heard your music because they've all got great taste. Um, but a, a bit of an insight into your life. Can you tell us uh, what is in your fridge right now? I don't know. I'm going to walk to my kitchen. Uh, <laughs> you know what? There's always, always, without fail, a bar of chili chocolate. Uh and some what we got what we got we've got some dog food some baked beans uh the chili combo, yeah. yeah and it's pretty empty a lot a lot of cashew milk and stuff cashew milk that's interesting what tell us about the cashew milk <laughs> cashew milk makes the greatest, <laughs> greatest hot chocolate you'll ever have do you, do you want um do you not feel for the baby cashews where their mums are taken away to be milked? Oh my god! Uh, no, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> so like, oh um, my god! <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not a vegan. I, I drink regular milk as well. Um, I just happen to have cashew milk in the fridge at the moment because I quite like it. That, that, that wasn't. It, that wasn't actually. Just to be clear, that wasn't a criticism of veganism. Like, no, no. It was, just, it was more of a I find it fascinating that you can get milk out of cashews and oats and all the other things that are now for, I'm just like I don't know how you do it like cashews if you want we said that again <laughs> cashews have really tiny nipples it's <laughs> I mean how do you even get the equipment to do it you know it's, <laughs> if, if you yeah, want to tweet, uh, if you want to tweet Mike Angry it's add Mike 5 <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Complain about the content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, um, how about we we get to a song? Um, so, uh, Ben, we're going to play the newest uh, single of the Ember Bugs, a song called "Rat versus Mole." Dig this.
the amber bugs and rat versus mole and uh man this is a great tune and i you know i'm not sure um the influences i heard may not be right but that's fine uh but it it had a a mix of like old school real big fish and old sublime and i just i just loved the the horns and and the, the vocals are so badass. I just love the different kind of drops and tones. Like, really, like, I just... Uh, and the horns, like, I've always been a big fan of that, that, that percussion section. But, man, I really always enjoy this tune. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. It's funny you say Sublime. Loads of people have said Sublime over the years, and I've never listened to it in my life. Uh, <laughs> well, um, the, the song, it... Well... Uh, well, uh, musically, like not not lyrically, but musically, uh, the song reminds me of. I'm sure reminds a lot of people of is a song. It's an unfortunate name. The name of the song is called "Date Rape," and it's off. I'm pretty sure it's off their album Forty Ounces of Freedom." So, I love. I, I need to step up my titles game, really, because like those kind of like ska punk bands always just have amazing titles for songs. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think I was ever released or allowed as a single on air. So just because of the title, because the title alone, and I don't disagree. So, 
Man, I love that. I, what I love about that tune is it's full of uh, your tune, not that one. <laughs> yeah. well. it's, it's, it's full of drama. Like it has the scar undertones. There's that string bit in the middle that kind of adds a little dipsy punk element to it, and then it's just dramatic and and, and you know it's full of like I said earlier, it's full of melody, it's full of drama, it's full of exciting things. Um, it takes you on a cool journey. So it's absolutely wicked tune, man. Like, it's a great. Um, yeah, we just, 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 just try and throw everything at it all at once. Like when when we were like rehearsing, ready for it, we were just like, like you know, bands always all say like less is more or whatever. It's just like right. no, that that's obviously wrong, isn't it? That's, like, <laughs> that's more, more is more. That's just obvious. More is more. <laughs> it's a fact. So that, that, that was the philosophy for the whole EP. Really, it was just like just keep chucking stuff at it. But I like that because I mean I, I get the less is more thing. Like if you can strip. No, I do. Of course, I think so. I'm being facetious. You know, of course. <laughs> but but I totally agree that you know sometimes more is more. Like you said earlier, like you you might sit and write that you know write the basis of something on an acoustic guitar, and that that is your less is more. It's a good song if it works in that environment. But then yeah, the layers are fantastic, and they're all. I always think it's about the space as well. They've all got great space in the mix, so everything comes out, everything sounds really fresh. It doesn't sound kind of cloudy or muddy or any of that sort of stuff. So, but yeah, I'm with you. More is definitely more. <laughs> we went, uh, we, we joined like the 21st century and recorded in onto like a hard drive instead of tape for the first time for this. Um, nice. Which was a like, totally different experience. So that, that tune had like, I can't remember what it was, it's like 134 audio tracks on it, something ridiculous. And the, the <laughs> first thing was on four track tape at, at Toe Rag in Hackney. Uh, it's just like such a world of difference. And it's like, I, I don't think I don't think either one is better than the other. I just, they're, they're, they're fun mediums to play with. Yeah, definitely. Like the first thing I ever did in a band was on, was Real to Real. We did like an eight, eight track, we called it an EP, but I suppose it's a bit more, but um and we did it all basically live, you know, two or three takes, pick the best take. Yeah. On top. And it, it's got a great, like the analog sound is amazing, but then it's nice. It feels, it feels sort of more magical, I think, where, whereas, um, I don't know, lay, layering up multi-track, it feels like it takes longer for a start. Yeah. <laughs> and it feels more, I don't know, like, um, like contrived or something. Some, some of the time, um, where, whereas like, you know, just, going at it and uh, having energy and hoping it gets captured right it's really fun thing to be in a band and do yeah. but yeah like um at some point you know you've got to try and make a masterpiece that's a bit more detailed right <laughs> exactly i think there's, yeah that's it there's a bit of everything isn't there? because you've got the, you know when you've got limited you know a physical thing limiting you like the amount of tape it, then yeah. You, you do what you can do and you, you rely on kind of great improvisation and people playing off each other and some of that stuff. But, and you get some really great results, but the reverse is obviously if you've got digital and you can do, a, you know, I did this guitar seller with something like 117 takes. And I think like take three was the best, but I wouldn't have known that. But I quite like both. I think there's, there's definitely something, you know, there's, there's merit to both, isn't there? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So um, I, I would like to know, like, what would you say is the, the dynamic of the band? Like, how, how is it kind of like, what's called the best way you guys function together? 
well, well, in a way that we can't do much, which is to just be in a room and play music. And, you know, there's usually, it's usually some warm tinnies floating around and mm-hmm. uh, it's usually a little bit louder than it should be for our, you know, starting to age years. <laughs> yeah. Um, like since, you know, since, so, so we recorded that in February um, and we were due to, uh, like do a few like fringe events at South by Southwest. Right. And the festival got canceled like a week before it was due to go ahead. And mm. we got on the plane anyway, cause some of the fringe stuff was still happening. And like, while we we're in the air, uh, they announced the travel ban and we had to get the next flight home. So we were in Austin for like just over 24 hours. Oh, wow. oh, and it didn't get to play any gigs. And then, yeah, we've not, we've not all been in a room together since, you know, like, um, wow. we've, like a couple of us have like some home recording stuff and we send some things right. backwards and forwards. But I don't know. It's tough, man. It's like we're, we're struggling to finish anything with that process. Um, so, and and like I'm finding, I don't know where, um, like I, I write from, I don't not like from experience as such, but like I try, I try and like rope people into like deep conversations <laughs> and then they, that subject turns into songs and just less opportunity to, to be doing that. Um, so like yeah li- lyrically i'm struggling for ideas and musically there's there's lots i've got lots of seeds and things starting and nothing finishing but uh so yeah i can't i feel like a I don't know a dormant volcano waiting for the opportunity to go again or something but uh you make me feel nostalgic like just thinking about sitting in those practice rooms with a couple of warm tinnies and just kind of thrashing it out i mean you know, my, my, my son's eight and he um, he played jingle bells on the violin in the street with a couple of people uh, from his from his school, two on cello and two on violin this week. And I realised he's played more gigs than I have this year. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, it's, you know, fair play to them. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a crazy time. Um, I've spoken to a lot of people who are, whose lyrics have gone more into fantasy and sci-fi and, right. you know, I guess... <laughs> Partly, you know, there's a sort of, there's definitely something um, Black Mirror-like about the the actual world we live in. <laughs> um, partly because there's not really much life experience to write about at the moment. Yeah, like I watched a wicked BBC documentary about Evil Could Evil, and then the next day I was like writing songs about jumping over buses and on motorbike and stuff. So, <laughs> it's just like, is this good? I, I don't know. <laughs> there's no benchmark anymore. <laughs> yeah. no one knows yeah. if anything's good because you've got no one to talk to about it <laughs> <laughs> have you done anything with the band over you know zoom or whatever those sorts of things have you tried any of that we, we tried a little bit it didn't really work <laughs> so yeah it's not really it's not really happened i've tried um uh doing some like live streaming on my own in a in a room with an acoustic guitar um yeah. I did. I did one last week. I played for forty-five minutes, and at the end, I realised that it didn't go anywhere. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> and I was and I was chatting, <laughs> and it's just like, oh, I've just been chatting. Oh, that's a big chicken and balls. Because <laughs> I've got my computer right under the room with a uh, like webcam on it, and I've got an iPad that I'm trying to, you know, so people can interact and you can chat with them at the same time. I just thought the iPad was fucked because I couldn't find what was going on. And then when I was finished, like, it just genuinely wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so it, 
Lessons learned from 2020. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man. So hopefully, um, hopefully at some point next year things start to go back a bit more to normal. So what are, right. what are you looking forward to most in the band? Uh, do, do you know what? Not not even gigs. Like at the beginning, I was missing gigs, but as it's gone on, it's just like it's not even that. It's like the rehearsals, the the major thing. It's like that's that's the highlight of of my week. Usually, it's like you get to hang out with best mates, you get to make a big old noise, and and some of the times some magic happens. Uh, and yeah, yeah, I've, I've missed I've missed that thoroughly. So yeah. You know what? It breaks up the week, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It does. And the, and also, I like I started going to bed early, which is weird. Been <laughs> like, could I do a gig that goes on till like like midnight, and then I'm going to be out for another two hours afterwards? Or am I just going to be like, no, nah, I've got to go for more dog. I give it two weeks and everyone will be like, no, actually, I can do this. Yeah, <laughs> like, done. As soon as everything's over and everyone's vaccinated or whatever, I'll be like, oh, I don't, know. I don't know if I can get back to that life. Two weeks, everyone will be commuting to work again. Everyone will be up till one in the morning at gigs on a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh... <laughs> we'll all fall back into old habits. Well, um, Ben, uh, we are unfortunately out of time, but man, Thank you so much for joining us. Sorry, it took a few calls to get to hold of you, but we got a hold of you. And thank you so much for joining us. Thank, thank, thank you for having me. I've uh, yeah, I've enjoyed your show for, for years, and I've uh, you guys have been so nice when you played our songs. It's very like I don't usually take compliments that well, and it's like <laughs> very uh, I don't know, just um, makes makes me feel good when I, when I hear you talk about it. Well, well <laughs> that's, that's nice so, to hear. Well, so it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we just like the music. It's as simple as that, you know. Exactly. We always say it. if we like it, we play it. Um, and actually, it, you know, the, the struggle is that we like too much and can't play. Exactly. Right. out there championing these stuff is is awesome, and you do it. Right, you do it in a great way. It's cool. Oh, thank you. It's, it's a genuine passion for absolutely both of us, really. So, Ben, um, sorry, go ahead, Mike. No, no, I was just going to say thank you. Um, I was going to ask you just very quickly, lastly, Go you mentioned it. the website, but it would be crude of us not to let you plug that website so people could buy um, CDs and, and downloads of the album before it's released on all the streaming apps and everything. So what is that website? It is com. That's nice and easy to remember, isn't it? We can all we can all remember that. We can all go and buy some quick last-minute Christmas presents. Right. Amberbugs merch for our families. <laughs> <laughs> Cool man, um, and I was just going to say thank you as well. It's been really, it's been really cool to talk to you, and um, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, um, you know midnight Wednesday night gigs again. Yeah, yeah, very much. <laughs> and we will have you back on in the near future, Ben. So don't you worry about that. So <laughs> lovely, lovely. Right. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Ben. You have a great night. Have a merry Christmas, and we'll talk to you in the new year. Cool. Catch you guys later. Right. Cheers. Good night. Thank you. Mike. And let's get Mike back here. So just be one moment here. And sorry guys. Get Mike back in the horn here. And hello, Mike. Hello, hello. 
Oh man, that was fun. Like, uh, I, it took a few tries to get a hold of Ben, but we got a hold of him. So, a big thank you to Ben from the Everbugs, and uh, thank you to Timothy Brain from On My Radar as well, because he was the initial person who who hooked us up with the, the Everbugs song. So, uh, yeah, it was a great time, and thank you very much. We we had an awesome time, and uh, just yeah. uh, I, it was nice because it was a little different, just because. Um, He's a little off the wall with some of his stuff. Like, well, oh, I don't really like Scott. I was like, wow, I, I, I never, I never guessed that. But it was, it was a nice kind of, kind of wrench in the tire, right? Not in a bad way. Yeah, no, I love that. It was good. Yeah, no. It, I, do you know what? I think a lot of us. In fact, I've just got, I've just seen a tweet from Hans. But a lot of us, I think, can relate to that struggle. Um, you know, in terms of like writing stuff, and and if if you write from you know, in some way from real life. There's not been much real life happening recently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was a really honest um, uh, admission. And literally, as I was saying, I'd just seen that Hands of Blue have said the same thing. We can relate to struggling from writing. Right, I saw as well. Um, yeah, it, I totally agree. You know what, and it, it's, again, kind of, uh, well, and it's not just ironic, but kind of funny you mention it, because last night, um, you know, I, I like I normally do, I, on my Thursday or Friday overnight, I work on the NMS um, uh, list and try to have it finished. Usually by Friday night, but I work a PM shift now on Friday for a short period of time because of schedule, that sort of thing. Anyways, point being is, you know, I usually have it finished by Friday night. And last night, uh, what I did was I normally do is I, I saved the drawing out or the running out of the list on, on the whiteboards for the Saturday. But mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to do it tonight because I, I had like a cool kind of career streak going. It's like, no, I want to do that now so I can make the NMS uh, sign a little bit better. So that's why I did a few different signs. So I did the NMS promo sign plus the world premieres plus a year view, right? And mm. then I changed, I changed the just temporarily just for tonight. I changed uh, um, down the rabbit hole to from the North Pole <laughs> down the rabbit hole, right? <laughs> Part two, but I did it all in the magnet lettering and had a little fun with this. Like, well, I want this now because I got this Korea Street going, so I can might as well get it all done now. So we did that all last night, and man, what a difference! It was nice. Like I, I, for the first time in forever, I don't know how long. I woke up much more than I normally do, and uh, so it was nice to have a sleep in. Sort of things like, wow, I, I, I'm on vacation for a week too, so I'm kind of just totally like de-stressed, just having a good time. And we got a lot of good stuff tonight, and so like I said again, a big thank you to Ben from the Everbugs. And we are gonna kick off our Christmas special. Uh, now the interview's done with a kick-ass cover, and we did play a part from the movie from the beginning. So National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. This is a cover by Jill Winters featuring Sonia D, and this is their cover of Christmas Vacation from the movie. And man, what a great cover! And what a way to rock and roll Christmas. So here we go, Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Christmas Day. 
From National Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation. What a badass cover. The vocals are amazing. And just like, man, if that doesn't put you spirit, I don't know what does. It's just so happy. Like a huge smell on my face. Like, like I love starting with this song. <laughs> I mean, we promised alternative Christmas music. And there you go. <laughs> it's musically brilliant. The vocals are fantastic. It's a great cover. I absolutely love that. Actually. That made me want to crack out the elf hat again. Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, man, <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> so, man, next up we have a Rocker Heart, and this is this cover of Deck the Hollows. Uh, it's Rocker Heart and Crew, and i got to go back to the Facebook post he made so I can let you know who all the people are. But it is an awesome cover, and it was funny, too, because I mentioned when they put it up, I said, I mentioned, well, we're playing on NMS tonight. And, of course, Rocker replied right away. And then Ron Bose posted, like, I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like that's amazing so here we go with Rocker Heart and crew uh, songs called well songs called it is called and it's a cover of Deck the Halls dig this
Right on, rock our heart and uh, deck the halls. And uh, I literally just finished that tweet right now because it's a little short and I had to make a quick pit stop. But nonetheless, it was a great tune. I just love the heaviness of it. And like I said, I will um, get the list of the whole crew for the song. And it is on Facebook. So if you just check Rocker Heart's Facebook, actually, you should have the screw right there. But I've got it here if you want it. Please go ahead. So it's uh, uh, yeah, William Thompson, Alison Stanton, Rocker Heart, and Rach Espinoza. Uh, so there you go. I think that's great because it was kind of it was it was like rocky and it was a bit dark. <laughs> I know, like yeah. quite kind of moody version of that song, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, much better than the choral. Uh, not that I, not that I don't like a bit of choral music, but I think much better than the standard. A bit of darkness is what we need. <laughs> Oh, As if we haven't got enough of that in the world. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, yeah, what, absolutely what, brilliant. Great team. What, what a team. time to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not bring it up, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I swear, if this is a rocking house, I quit. Hello, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I, I'm just, like, just, just fishing up this last tweet. I, I, I apologize. I'm a little behind. Uh, but we will get to our next song in just one moment here. <laughs> Success! All right, okay. So, right, tweeting. What a great show! <laughs> well, I, I, I'm sorry. Next time we'll be up, so you see me doing it, right? So, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, we love to interact with our, our fans for sure. So, <laughs> ne- <laughs> next up is uh, a band called Titanosaur who we interviewed last week and uh, Jeff was awesome. It was uh, so much fun and we will be uh, talking to him in the new year as well. So tonight uh, we are playing uh, his version of Jingle Bells and uh, which is awesome. Well, I guess Titanosaur's version of Jingle Bells and it's for the, the more fan organization. Um, it's, it's It can be a lethal disease and uh, Jeff does have it, so all all proceeds and tributes from the song will go to the to the more uh, to the Morphin, uh, organization. So a very good cause and uh, a great guy and a great kick-ass cover. So this is a uh, Titanosaur with their version of Jingle Bells. Dig this. Dashing through the snow, hearts open
Tennisor and Jingle Bells. Going to the Martyr Fan Organization, any donations apply, purchase the song. It's good to a good cause. And what a great tune and funny as well. I mean, Mike and I were actually kind of dying laughing here a few times, but some of the lyrics was awesome. A great tune. And like I said, Titanosaur is awesome. Jeff was a super nice guy. We will have him back on soon in the year. But uh, awesome tune. And what a way to keep in the Christmas spirit here, right? Eh? <laughs> yeah, uh, this is the greatest version of Jingle Bells ever recorded. <laughs> it is incredible. I think Christmas is here. It rocks, and oh wow, <laughs> just just wow! I've, I've got to ask him if that's coming out on Spotify because I've got that um, punk Christmas playlist, and, and this needs to be the first track on it. <laughs> well, I know amazing. he said that there is a video coming out for it. That's for sure. So oh, man. That, that we do know, um, but Spotify, I'm not sure. He didn't mention Spotify in the email, but he did say um, that there's a video coming out for it. Yeah, just wow. That is so good. Uh, I know, eh? So everywhere. Man, <laughs> next up, I mean, it's not a Christmas song, but the band is cool nonetheless. This is a band we haven't heard anything from in a long time. And they finally recorded a new album. It's called Infinite Silence. And this is courtesy of Inverse Records. So for the first time in probably about three years at least, here's a brand new return to Void, a song called Damage. Dig this.
Yeah, fucking right then. Brand new return to void. Damage. Then when I saw it come up, I saw it come up on Facebook because I think I follow the Facebook page as you. And then I got the email from Inverse. I was like, oh, no way. It's a full album. I was like, fucking right. I, was just, I thought it was just going to be like a single. I was like, no, it's the entire album. I was like, oh, man, is it ever good? And I've been waiting so long for a new return to void album. And it's finally like here. Um, I'm not sure if it's actually been officially released, but uh, I have my own copy, so man. So, uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was an awesome tune, man. And I just love, like, it just, just this is one band where the music can go either way, meaning they could be in part two, but they could be part one. It's almost like an, almost like an even split of like, like heavy kind of rock and metal and a little bit of Iron Maiden influence, that sort of thing. But then they have that kind of twisted, tripped outside, but it's heavy as fuck. It's like, wow. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's something else, man. Is it? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> it's, so yeah. it's got that kind of um, early 90s hard rock chic bursting with you know, maiden-esque vocals and twisted, turny, tangly riffs and double bass pedal. It's just amazing. The whole thing sounds absolutely oh, amazing. And the double tune. kick. And the double kick is just awesome. That's one thing I said. He's like, man, listen to that double kick. You know? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, absolutely outstanding. I love this band. I think they're brilliant. Um, and I'm so pleased you've got some new stuff from them. Oh man, I was so excited when I saw it. I go, like, oh, please! I just waiting to waiting that email from Inverse, you know. So I was like, come on, come on. Because like, awesome, here it is, awesome. So man, next up we have uh, brand new uh, the King Storm, um, who is Ron Bose and uh, um, Joseph Rodriguez. Mike, is that a question? Because I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's it's some some people. Names or song titles or album titles. I'm just not going to remember this stuff, you know. <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah, there's, no, there's, there's three of them, isn't there? There's Ron Bays and there's Joseph Ramirez, Rodriguez, Rodriguez. Is pretty sure it's Rodriguez, yeah. Okay, so either way, he Joseph does majority music, and uh, Ron kind of in this in this instance kind of just finds a call called Helping Hand. But it's still a good album, and they weren't supposed to do more than three songs, I believe, Ron sent an email. But they're going ahead and doing more, which is awesome for us, and good to hear. So here we go with a King Storm and a song called Deal Breaker. Dig this.
King Storm and Deal Breaker. And as Ron Bo said, talk to the hand. And man, I haven't heard that expression in so long, but it's so cool because I even told my godfather, I said, talk to the hand because the face ain't listening. So, uh, man, what a great tune. Like, very, like, you know, it had that heavy mix mixed with an 80s pop twist on it. But just still so catchy, and man, what a great tune. I've been loving the King Storm. Man, I think it's a great combination, isn't it? It's a, it's a really rocking band. Um, yeah, proper kind of classic rock vibes, which sounds amazing. I was going to say something cheesy like the deal breaker for me is they have to make more music, but you already told me they are, so. Uh, <laughs> So I won't. Oh no, I just did. Um, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Uh, top class tune. I thought. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of um, uh, the fills in that. Weirdly, so you don't hear that so much now. Like you either hear, you know, really straight drumming, or like you know, with some metal stuff, whatever. There's kind of crazy fills. But what I love is the fill in this becomes part of the song. It's like you know, rounds off the end of the chorus, or it becomes part of the bridge. And just have those kind of big round, you know, tom things, you know, caterpillar, 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 worm, or whatever, whatever it is drummers do, I don't know. Right. Um, but I really like that because while it's, while it's going round, like the, the bass and the guitar is going, and it's got that feel, and I absolutely love those sort of I was going to say, they had some some cool kind of funky, uh, funky, uh, funky bass lines. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, the bass is fantastic. Um, but yeah, it's just cool. It's, it's good to hear that kind of stuff. I like that sort of stuff in songwriting. It's kind of that, you know. Yeah. New wave of rock and roll type vibe. It's cool, right. man. I love uh, it. Well, man, next up, um, probably one of the last times I saw this band, like when we talked about it, uh, I caught you right off guard. This band called Those Fucking Snowflakes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so um, I truly remember this kind of back about three or four months ago, but it was still funny. and caught Mike right off guard when we were talking about yes, like, this or snow and snowflakes, right? So this is a brand new tune by Those Fucking Snowflakes called do some terrible and dig this.
those fucking snowflakes and do some terrible and a great tune man and these guys tunes are always so good and somebody's funny depending on what the 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 the, the title of the song is and what the lyrics are but uh this is a great tune and i just love the 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 kind of almost we'll call it somewhat angry punk but jokey punk if that's a <laughs> <laughs> that's a, if that's a, a new a new uh, um, classification, but uh, these guys are awesome, and these guys we do need to get on for the interview in the new year. So we'll see you away from March. Yeah, definitely. They're a great band. You know, I just I love I love all of the um, all of the aspects of their songs. Really, like just the themes and the songwriting are brilliant. They're punky. This one's a bit kind of dissonant. Um, you know, a little bit, it's almost a little bit industrial, isn't it? A bit dark um, in there, which is pretty cool. Very cool, <clears throat> um, actually. And yeah, it's just kind of like, I don't know. They tell you something that they think needs to be told. <laughs> um, and they do it in such a way that it makes you listen. And I absolutely love that. I think that's a fantastic uh, way to use music as a platform and also to have fun while you're doing it. And I think it's a top combination, to be honest with you. Well, man... Next up, we have a band that you, myself, uh, Kate, Kim, uh, uh, I'm, uh, my God, I feel like such a jackass. I'm blanking on, on, buddy, on Buddy's name right now. Martin Abrams? Not Martin. No, I know we met. I know we met Martin Ivan. I'm thinking who else came with it? James, James, James. Damn it! Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, no. I wasn't. I didn't forget Martin or Ivan's name. Oh, yeah. No. But you know, when we went, when we went, you know, all of us, we went, and of course, we we scanned that table. There was a reservation, but they ended up showing up. Remember? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, because <laughs> so, remember, we were looking for a table. James, go like sit here. Well, there's a reservation. Like, well, he's like, well, it's this time right now. What time is it? Well. They're fine. They're not coming, and they didn't. So, so it worked out. So for us, our our our, our pre our pre show uh, pub stop, right? Yeah, come so, on. But this band was there with Idle Bones. Idle Bones, a band called Credentials, and uh, um, we uh, actually got pictures of them after the after the show, and I got some pictures uh, of them and Idle Bones together. So they uh, we came in contact via Instagram and then the email stuff to our NMS email. But this is their new one. This is the Credentials. And the song's called Christmas Number. And there will be a video out for us on Christmas Day. So I want to make sure I mention that as well. But <laughs> Brilliant. I know. I can release the video. <laughs> oh, man. I've seen clips of it on their Instagram. Holy crap. It's pretty funny. So <laughs> if that's what they're putting in the video, then we're, yeah, you're in for a real treat. So here we go with Credentials and Christmas Number. Dig this. Shit! I'm pissed! 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 Shit! I'm pissed!
credentials with christmas number and that that, that it was I, I think it's man it just it just encompasses the, the rawness of like flat out punk don't give a fuck don't you don't care at all and they go from like hardcore 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 and then taper off to mr bean at the end you know like, like <laughs> but man like but it's still the, the tune it just like you know, uh, like we like said, we saw these guys live the pipeline in, in uh, Brighton in 2019. But uh, <laughs> wow, <clears throat> just, just the songs like never cease to amaze me because it just it's it, it's funny but kind of direct to the point, like literally really direct to the point. So, <laughs> but there will be a video for this on Christmas Day, so keep an eye out for that because it should be pretty fucking funny. Man, I love these guys. That was that was the best birthday in the living memory. Just going, <laughs> going to that gig, you were here in the UK. It was it was crazy good. We had such a good time. Uh, what a great new tune. I mean, <clears throat> that's one way to do Christmas music, isn't it? For sure, right? <laughs> I love it. I mean, they are they're proper. You know, it's it's proper hardcore. We going to do everyone punk, and, and I just absolutely love it. Um, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's just. Just, I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, because you don't. I'm not disagreeing with any of you. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> it's raw. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Well, what's up? <laughs> like, <laughs> Have you seen the cover as well? <laughs> yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Like I, they, 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 they've tagged me in pretty much everything and sent me videos and all that stuff. But yeah, I've seen it all. So literally, so <laughs> it's outstanding. For, I, I don't even know where to begin with this. I know, right? And I remember seeing. I was like, okay, well, this is definitely interesting. I was not expecting this, you know. So, uh, for anyone that's not seen it, I mean, you have to go and kind of look it up. But it, it's essentially a sort of, I say, it looks like Boris Johnson's possibly shitting himself or something i don't know what he's doing but anyway he doesn't he doesn't look uh, comfortable he's wearing a christmas outfit sitting on a toilet surrounded by uh, some very bing crosby-esque christmas decorations <laughs> <laughs> it just says credentials christmas number one 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, that's that's one. That's the best two and a quarter minutes I've had in a very, very long time. Yeah, all right, eh? Well, we were a few minutes ahead, so um, we're going to play an extra song. This one was kind of not necessarily left in the back burner, but I thought, okay, we have the time, we'll play. If not, it's not a big deal because um, uh, the band is still around. Uh, they just made a new song recently, and that's not the song we're playing. It's a band from Montreal, a, a ska punk band called Me, Mom, and Born Guitar, which we have played a few times in the past. It's been a while. But uh, this is uh, from their album called Shiva Space Machine. It's a song called Beneath the Planet of the, of, of the Corporate. And this is kind of thing to, uh, for a part two song, but it's still a bastard in the West, so dig this. Me and Mom working to Beneath the planet of the corporate cockroaches, <laughs> but like I said, that could have been a part two song, but uh, it's a song I've been wanting to play for a long time, 
and just having a chance to, even though like I said, they're not written great quite yet. But it's a great tune. It very well could be a part two song as well, but a great tune nonetheless. And I just had a the need to play it because I was doing it last week when I was uh, <clears throat> well Sunday morning when uh, came out going for overtime. So I got the music blasting. It's like oh, I'm getting so because they're uh, awesome. I just love it so much. Yeah, and they're a great band. They've got such a range of stuff as well because they do kind of, you know, they've got that kind of indie alternative thing. They've got some kind of scar stuff, I seem to remember. Uh, and this is kind of, I don't know, they sound like Hawkwind. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just totally off the wall. Um, yeah, brilliant. I love it. It's it's really proggy. It's really fun. It's got some great little effects and touches and uh, things in there. And yeah, they're just a really good band. Their sound is massive, actually. It's really cool. Yeah. All right, man. Well, that's going to do it for part one. We'll be back for part two in about 15-ish minutes. So until then, we'll let uh, Dr. Greer take us out. We'll come back with more Christmas clips and some great songs for part two. From the North Pole, hash, uh, hashtag from the North Pole down the rabbit hole. So until then, we'll talk soon. Bones out. Memory banks of the supercomputer. Woo! Shrinky ding that! Krigger out!